Hey, hey, it is May, and that means that I am celebrating mom's big time over here at Mama Simpatico. Because Mother's Day is this month, I want to offer free mom life check-ins to both village members and non-village members. So if you could use a little live virtual support, connection, laughter, a place to shed a tear, or just to spend an hour with moms who get it, come hang out with me and fellow mamas. Head on over to mamasimpatico.com backslash momlifechecken, all one word, no hyphens, to sign up. I hope to see you there. Welcome to Mom School, where I help busy and stressed moms like you create a more joyful, balanced, and fulfilling mom life journey. My name is Lacey Newton, and as a mom of two and creator of Mama Simpatico, I understand the challenges of motherhood all too well. And through my own journey of discovery, I've learned the power of mindfulness in helping me move from surviving to thriving. I want to help you intentionally create a mom life that feels good and is aligned with who you are and who you are becoming. So join me on this journey to raise the tide of happiness and mom life for all of us mamas. Now, let's dive into today's episode. How do you know when you are making decisions or living a life based on what you truly want and need deep down versus what others want or expect from you? How do you feel when you spend time doing something creative or inspired from within? And how does it feel when you spend your time doing things others expect from you? I'm guessing that while some of you have answers to these questions, Some of you might only have a faint idea of what I am talking about, and there are probably several listeners who have no idea at all. And if you are in the latter groups, I've been there and I've got you. We'll get into it today. Welcome back. This is the third episode in a series of five dedicated to exploring the basic elements of mindfulness for managing mom life. You can remember the five elements with the acronym SHINE. S-H-I-N-E. S is for sit and represents a formal mindfulness practice. H is for habits. I is for inner wisdom. N is for neighbor. And E is for education. Today I'll be discussing the I for inner wisdom. And by the end of this episode, you'll have a sense of what inner wisdom is what it isn't, and why it's important for managing mom life, and how you even go about leaning into it with your busy lifestyle. So this past week, a cold has been running through our house, and I've had the opportunity to re-watch my two favorite kids' movies of all time. For those of you who know me or have been listening to this podcast, you probably already know this is my segue into another story about Frozen 1 and Frozen 2. While I was laying on the couch, feeling under the weather, and doling out tissues to my girls as if I was blowing bubbles for them, it occurred to me why I love these movies so much. The Frozen stories are all about Elsa's journey to living aligned with her inner wisdom. In Frozen 1, she struggles with the conflict of hiding her powers, a huge part of herself, from her loved ones and her community ultimately finding resolution with how not only can she and others accept her powers, but how they can bring value to her community. Once her life is freed up from having to conform to others' expectations, Elsa is called by her inner wisdom to live her most authentic life in Frozen 2, 
Elsa went from living hidden away in a room in a giant castle, not even free enough to play with her sister, to living in the forest and spending her time riding her water horse and living closely connected to nature. The problems she overcomes show her her own strength and courage, and she makes hard decisions like letting go of being queen of her town. Her sense of freedom and authenticity is markedly transformed through the two stories, and she is much happier. And while I'm not proposing that all of us mamas should up and leave our lives to live in the forest, I do think that we can look towards these two stories to see an example of a process of how someone goes from living in a way that others want or expect of us to living in a way that feels authentically us. So what is inner wisdom? Inner wisdom is the non-physical nature that we are born with. It's a deeply unique sense of who we are and how we are supposed to show up in the world. And it's incredibly undervalued in most of Western culture today. So much so that most people have lost touch with this part of themselves. Our inner wisdom guides us through feelings, callings, and whispers. Elsa heard it as a musical melody that would keep her up at night and became louder when she needed to pay attention to something. There could also be other names for what I call inner wisdom. It could be intuition, energy, spirit, soul, God, the divine, Mother Earth, light, wisdom of the universe. You can pick a name for it that feels right for you. And when we live in alignment to our inner wisdom, Martha Beck describes it as living in integrity in her book, The Way of Integrity. She points out that the inherent suffering we experience when, rather than living in integrity, we live in duplicity or multiplicity as we become divided from ourselves by trying to fit in with our culture or several smaller cultures. Inner wisdom can be easier to see and understand when we contrast it with what inner wisdom is not. So what is inner wisdom and what is it not? Inner wisdom is not the expectations of others. It's not social norms or our to-do list, and it is not the way we bend or conform to find approval or love. As Gabor Mate says, no infant was born a people pleaser. I'm going to call the contrast to inner wisdom conditioning, and I'll point out some differences between the two. Okay, inner wisdom feels like a calling. You can feel drawn to something at any time of the day without a specific cue and without a clear reward, while conditioning, on the other hand, feels more like a craving. So referring back to the habit cycle that we discussed last episode, you are drawn to do something or think something because of a cue, and there is often a clear reward. Following your inner wisdom is possibly quite difficult in the short term, but has long-term benefits. And in contrast, following conditioning has short-term benefits with maybe long-term difficulties like unhappiness. The voice of your inner wisdom is kind and firm. It wants what's best for you, so it will point out when you are doing something unhelpful and point you toward the alternative. Whereas the inner dialogue of conditioning often sounds like criticism and shame, and this might even be a cue for an unwanted habit. Inner wisdom takes courage and mindfulness to follow. While it takes willpower and routine mindlessness to follow conditioning. The carried out version of your inner wisdom feels inherently good. And the carried out vision of conditioning 
doesn't necessarily feel very good. Inner wisdom feels like a magnetic pull where conditioning feels like you're either trying to avoid something or desperately holding on to something. Inner wisdom does not cause harm to yourself or others. It might cause others discomfort as they accommodate your needs, and you can work with these emotions. Whereas conditioning possibly harms yourself or others, like it's more like your success depends on others being pushed down. Following your inner wisdom leads to opportunities for flow and for being content in the moment. While following your conditioning may lead to procrastination or self-sabotage type behaviors. Your inner wisdom is something that you are born with, while your conditioning is not something that you are born with, but rather something you learn as you get to know the world. And lastly, inner wisdom leads you to your biggest life, while conditioning tempts you to play it safe, play it small, stay in the lines, even if you do have a big job. So why is leaning into your inner wisdom important in mom life? Well, when you are in touch with your inner wisdom as a mom, you're going to find incredible benefits. You'll feel good about your approach to parenting because it will be deeply aligned with your values and truths. You will know yourself and your inner world and thus be able to better connect to your child and their inner world. You won't feel compelled to make decisions based on the way you were raised or on what other parents are doing. You'll feel like there is a place for you in your life as a mom. You're not just a mom. You'll find those ways that you can show up authentically and gain confidence and you can be inherently you and a mom. You'll find it easier to prioritize and to let go of things that clutter your house and that clutter your time. So you're going to have more physical, mental, and emotional space. You'll also feel like you can handle the challenges that inherently come your way. And you'll see your emotional world as communication and not something that you need to fix. And though all of these benefits sound pretty dreamy, it's important to note that following your inner wisdom might be accompanied by some challenges along the way. People might disapprove of you or question you or not understand you. Some people might not like you as much. They like the version of you that was more conforming. So you might have a shift in friendships and connections. You might be inclined to make big changes in your career, where you live, or how you spend your time. And other people might need to learn how to show up for you in new ways. So you might need to tell people and communicate what's going on for you and what you need and let everyone have some adjustment time. So how can you go about developing a clear connection to your inner wisdom and trust that it is not your conditioning? Well, it can be tricky, but there are as many ways to your inner wisdom as there are pathways on earth. It's about exploring and playing with the ideas that you hear from others to see if or how they work for you. That being said, here are some ideas for you to consider. Meditation can help you see your mind clearly. You'll begin to see thoughts as separate from yourself. And once you do that, you can begin to question your thoughts. As you meditate and incorporate mindfulness throughout your day, you'll begin to see your thoughts without being impacted by them. You can question their validity and have the mental strength to let the unhelpful ones go and think purposefully helpful thoughts. Another way is to take responsibility for your inner dialogue. 
develop self-compassion and commit to developing a kind inner voice. Self-compassion is the middle path between letting yourself off the hook and self-criticism. It understands why something is challenging, yet it doesn't absolve you of responsibility for taking steps to improve it. Journaling is another way. A journal is a safe space to begin to get to know your conditioning versus your inner wisdom, and you'll see it reflected back at you on the page. As author of Journalution, Sandy Grasson says, there is a voice that is completely connected to a higher energy that has access to a wisdom that will guide you and answer any questions that you may have. In the beginning, you might find it easier to access your inner wisdom in the morning time as your brainwaves are a little bit closer to a dreamlike state and you haven't spent so much of your time on your responsibilities for the day and playing the role you typically play throughout the day. Literally, you could try saying hello to your inner wisdom and see what happens. You could begin to cultivate an attention to your energy at any given moment throughout the day and just notice what you are drawn to, what you're kind of gently pushed away from. And lastly, you can make conscious choices about everyday things that put you in touch with your inner wisdom. So like dinner's coming up, what do you want to eat for dinner? Maybe you only have spaghetti, but if you had the choice, what would you want? Get to know what you want. Which outfit feels most like your energy today? What colors are you attracted to? If you've listened to the other two episodes in this series of Managing Mom Life with Mindfulness, you might be starting to see how elements are beginning to become interconnected. Meditation and journaling are formal practices that you can cultivate as habits that will open gates to connect you with your inner wisdom. The more in touch you are with your inner wisdom, the more consciousness you can bring to the decisions you make each day and develop more and more helpful habits. The more you let go of unhelpful habits, often born of conditioning or coping, the more space and time you will have to live aligned to your inner wisdom throughout your day. So far, we have been talking about the difference between inner wisdom and conditioning, the value of inner wisdom for mom life, and how to uncover more of your inner wisdom. Now I'll share some offerings for you to support your access to your inner wisdom. So your practice for real life, your pearl for this week, is to create a list of things you love. This is an exercise out of the book Journalution. Spend five or ten minutes creating this list of things that you love. Maybe you love elephant pictures or glass beaded necklaces or that one coffee mug you got when you were 17. And keep this list somewhere you can add to it easily. Maybe in your journal or your planner or your desk or somewhere on your phone. When you realize you come across something you love, add it to the list. Knowing what you love is a real-life way to connect with your inner wisdom, and it's something you can explore and play with throughout the day. The meditation that goes along with this week is called Shine, and you can find it in the Mama Simpatico Meditations linked below. If you are part of the village, you will find printable PDFs of the Inner Wisdom versus Conditioning chart and journal prompts for uncovering your inner wisdom. And as always, you can access extended show notes from this episode. So parting words, getting to know your inner wisdom might be a little scary and messy, but it's going to lead to your biggest life. The life where you collect lessons and not regrets. The life where you know yourself fully 
and can, in turn, offer that to your children as well. Getting to know and aligning with your inner wisdom is one of the very best things that you can do for yourself as a person and for yourself as a mom. Next week, we will talk about the N in SHINE, which stands for neighbor and represents the idea of community. Come learn more about your inner wisdom with us in the village. Thank you so much for sharing your time and practice with me. May this information be of benefit to you, your loved ones, and moms all over the world.